When we were together live, a couple people from our community brought stories of faith practices that were perhaps not conventional, but nevertheless were incredibly life-giving and reminded them of what God was doing in them and in the world. In a similar vein, what I want you to be invited into over the next few minutes is to consider the life you're actually living. Not the one you wish you were living or plan to be living, intend to be living, are told you should be living, the life you are actually living in all its good and bad. Because the first step of putting together a rhythm of life is to look at what is currently true about the rhythms that we're living day to day. What practices and habits and day-to-day actions are bringing life and which ones aren't? As Curtis mentioned, we are going to be looking at rhythm of life in many pieces over the next several weeks. So here's where we'll start. We don't want to be thinking about just the quote-unquote spiritual stuff, the Bible reading and the prayer. We want to be thinking about washing dishes, driving to work, going for walks, eating dessert, caring for our family, picking up our phone. God's vision for our lives is not that they would be mostly secular with some moments of the sacred. God's vision for our lives is that they would be lived joyfully and sustainably in the presence of God such that we notice that the mundane and the day-to-day is incredibly sacred too. The vision is that we and the whole world would have life and have it abundantly. So if you're listening along, I'd invite you to grab something to write with, whether you're a paper and pen person or you keep notes in your phone. And I've got two prompts for us. First, what are you loving right now? Second, what are you hating right now? What have you been loving recently? What are aspects of your life that are bringing life, whether to you or to the world around you? It might be something obviously spiritual or very much not. Something big or small. Something that brings you joy or spreads joy to others. One example for me has been our more recently adopted Friday night pizza ritual. We tend to wind down our activities a little earlier than most evenings, about 4.30 or so. And we roll out Trader Joe's pre-made pizza dough and top them. And I love how the smell fills our house. And I love how it cues us all that we're going to spend the evening together. And I am just finding that Friday evenings are feeling really life-giving. I'm loving them. What have you been loving recently? Perhaps just pause the podcast and make a list. After you've had the chance to make that list, and I hope God brought some joy to your mind, we'll turn to the other side. What have you been hating recently? What aspects of your life are draining life away from you or from the world around you? And yes, of course, there are things that we all don't like doing that need to be done anyway. We'll get to that later in future weeks. But this is more like, for example, I have been hating social media recently in light of several important political events happening in the United States. It's important to be informed, and yet social media has been an incredibly life-draining space for me. Another thing I've been hating recently is bedtime. My kids don't love the moment we turn off our family show and move into toothbrushing and book time and some things like that. And just trying to get through that well the way we hope, it's just not going very well at all. And I've been hating it. So jot down some things that come to mind for you. What have you been hating recently? Now that you've made these two lists, I would encourage you to keep building on them over the days ahead. 
We are often tempted to look at the lists we have and begin to want to fix them, respond to them, adjust to them. I understand that impulse, but hold on. First, continue this practice of noticing. Noticing what you love, noticing what you hate, and just making sure you list it out. We will be continuing in the next two weeks to have some particular reflection opportunities that connect the dots from these lists to bigger themes and practical steps, things like that. But one piece at a time matters a lot when it comes to rhythm of life. It helps it become joyful and sustainable, both of which are incredibly huge values to our community. But we will get to the connecting of the dots. I'll share with you that with that same bedtime I've been hating, as I'm just a little bit more able to look back on my list, I realized what I really needed was a practice to help me from the moment I'm on my couch thinking my evening is done, that I've tapped out, checked the box of parenting for the day, but then I hear my younger son call me. I need a practice that gets me from the couch to his room. I have been saying, I've got to be patient. Let's be calm. Giving myself a pep talk. It wasn't working very well. It wasn't helping me bring life into his bedroom to hear that he needed a new cup of water or a different stuffy or whatever it may be. Over time, I realized what I needed was a prayer, a breath prayer to be specific. So that now I get up off the couch, I walk down the hall, breathing, fill me with your love. Fill me with your love. And wouldn't you know if God is delighted to say yes, and I'm entering my younger son's room with the love that I hold for him and the love I hope he sees through me that God holds for him, just a little more than I was before. That's where we'll be heading in each of our experiences in the weeks ahead to consider what on these lists might be addressed with a practice. But the reason I shared that example with you in particular is how small the practice is. We didn't overhaul bedtime. I didn't create an entire devotional plan for myself in order to become a more patient mother. I found one very small practice that fit in my actual everyday bedtime with the kids routine. And I hope that you'll be able to find the same over the next couple months as we reflect on rhythm of life together. Until then, may you experience the life, the joy, the peace God has for you. May you see ways to bring life, joy, and peace for those you cross paths with who are very beloved by God as well. Amen.